Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, again, we come praying for peace in this land. We pray for the sick. We pray for those who have been affected by COVID-19. We continue to lift up the first responders and the healthcare workers. We thank you for the recovery of my friends, Lee and Angela. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of Jesus. Amen. This week, I want to talk about faithfulness. Now, God is faithful, but how faithful are you? Now, faithfulness is a living reality in one's life. We wake up each morning and faithfully we have our coffee at home or at Starbucks, or at the office. We start our faithful car. We may pet our faithful dog and kiss our faithful wife goodbye. Each day we depend on these things to be present because they are a part of our lives. We know these things will be there, or will they? We trust that they will be present in our lives, and when they are not, we replace them. When the coffee maker at home stops working, we buy a new one. When the car stops running, we get a newer model. When the faithful dog dies, we get a new puppy. When we get tired of the old wife or husband, we get a divorce and get a new mate. But God is faithful. There's no question about the faithfulness of God. The question on the table is, how faithful are you? Are you reliable? Are you steadfast? Are you humble? Are you unwavering? The Bible discusses faithfulness in four ways. Number one, it is an attribute of God. Number two, it is a positive characteristic of some people. Number three, it is a characteristic that many people lack. And number four, it is a gift of the Holy Spirit. This week, I want to examine numbers two and three, faith in some people and the lack of faith in others. Our walk with God will produce the positive personality that we call faith. This journey with Jesus will bring about humility, happiness, and holiness. Society doesn't look at humility in a favorable light. The world believes that humility is a weakness. 2 Corinthians 12 and 10 says, Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Folks, when we live for Christ, the world's chatter is background noise. Society will not deter my faith in the God of my salvation. Do you know any Christians are just happy all the time? Perhaps they live by Psalms 146 and 5, which proclaims, Happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. My friends, as you make this Christian journey, you realize that in the darkest moments of your life, your hope is in the Lord and you're glad about it. We cannot walk with God without being holy. The children of Israel were in Egypt 430 years, picking up some of the bad habits of the Egyptians. But God wanted a holy people to worship him. The books of Exodus and Leviticus describe in detail how God wanted the people to approach him. Once we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we will desire to get closer to him and take on his character, including his holiness. The faithful Christian relies on the word of God as their guide. Satan uses a variety of tricks to try to get us to question our faith. 
He will send trusted friends offering unbiblical opinions about what you should do with your faith walk. The sickness of a relative is brought about to tempt you to question if God is a healer. Money issues that make you ask yourself, is God really Jehovah Jireh? But the Christian who walks by faith is actually walking in the faith placed in God's word. It is our roadmap for living. Psalm 119, 105 says, For your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. You cannot claim to be a faithful person until you recognize God has the final say and you trust what his word says. When you rely on yourself, you are not faithful. Your trust is in you. Your money says, in me I trust, instead of in God we trust. When the roadblocks of life comes, we trust God to take care of it. When we follow him, sometimes it takes us over the roadblock, sometimes around it, and many times through it. But we have a difficult time when the God of heaven tells us to wait at the roadblock. We want to keep walking, and he wants us to wait. Many times he wants us to wait for our own good. I recall in 1972, the Harlem Boys Choir was invited to Austria to sing at an international competition. We were walking the streets of Graz, Austria, when we came to a crosswalk. We were told to wait. One young, eager choir member decided to step off the curb into the path of an oncoming car. I snatched him back to safety, to the relief of everyone in the group. You see, Bill was one of the eight boys that was part of my group. He was my responsibility even though his parents were with us. When word got back to our director, Mr. Davies, he chewed me out for letting it happen. The consequences of disregarding the command to stop could have been catastrophic. I still tease Bill whenever I see him, asking him to tell everyone, now who saved your life? So when God tells us to stop, we should stop. When God tells us to wait, we should wait. When God tells us to go, we should go. That's faithfulness. So you may ask, who should we use for an example of faithfulness? Well, I'm glad you ask, for the Bible is filled with examples. Here are a few. In Genesis 39, verses 20 through 23, Joseph was put in prison after being falsely accused by Potiphar's wife. The Bible says, But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Folks, when you walk with God faithfully, he will give you favor in situations you thought were lost causes. He'll promote you on a job that you don't even like, overseeing people that don't like you. He'll cause the police officer to let you go, even though you are speeding. He can heal you after the doctors have given you bad news. God will do this for those who walk with him in faith. Moses is another example. He walked faithfully with God, but he had to deal with a bunch of stiff-necked, disobedient people whom God would have destroyed if it were not for Moses. In Numbers chapter 12, verses 1 through 8, God defends Moses to Miriam and Aaron when they spoke against Moses, who had married an Ethiopian woman. In Numbers 12 and 7, God tells Miriam and Aaron that Moses is faithful in all my house. My friends, God could say this about Moses because he was humble and he served God. The Bible also warns against unfaithfulness. We may claim to love God, but he is not our first love. Our first love is the world in which we were saved from, and that world continuously calls us to return to our old selves. Proverbs 20 and 6 says, Most men will proclaim each his own goodness, 
but who can find a faithful man? Jeremiah 17 and 9 continues, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? And finally, Matthew 26, 75 reads, And Peter remembered the saying of Jesus, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. My Christian comrades, most of us feel that we are good in our own eyes, but the measure of us is whether we are faithful to God. Peter walked with Jesus for three years, shared meals, saw miracles, walked on the water, and he still denied Jesus. So what hope do we have of keeping the faith walk if Peter couldn't do it? Well, my Christian companions, the story doesn't end with Peter walking away crying. Jesus would restore Peter after the resurrection by telling him to feed his sheep. Peter would go on to faithfully obey the Lord's instructions. So my friends, no matter where you are in your faith walk, Jesus is ready to walk with you. Just remember, he's walking and you're going wherever he goes. If you want to experience a faith walk with my Lord and Savior, pray these words with me. Thank you for your word that shows me your path for life. Give me the desire to stay on the path with you. And at the end of the path, you will get the praise, you will get the glory, and you will get the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address. That's hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. We would love to hear from you. You may also write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.